welcome to the Till Death Do Us Watch podcast, where a married couple talks about TV. My name is May, and with me is... I'm John. Hello, John. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you? Oh, I'm doing great. Yeah. This is a good episode. Oh, my goodness. The morning has come. Yeah, that fire where the forest started? Yeah. It's now morning. Oh, shit. So we have some shit to deal with now. Yeah. Let's... Let's do it. Let's fucking, let's get in there. Dive on in. Dive on in. So we're on season two, episode eight, Morning Comes, and we start off in Dexter's apartment in the morning, where it turns out because of the fire, Lila has been crashing over at the apartment. Oh dear. And there's a little bit of a clashing between Deb and Lila, (laughs) particularly when Lila comes in wearing Deb's shirt, and when Deb points it out, Lila starts to take it off. Oh, no, 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 no. Keep it. Keep the shirt. Dexter compares it to needing to keep in check a cobra and a mongoose. Yes. Who's who? Well, the mongoose is Deb. The mongoose is Deb? Yeah. And the cobra's Lila. Yeah, because I grew up on the story Ricky Tiki Tavi, which was about a mongoose. Oh. Who fought, I think it was a cobra. And yeah, so the mongoose was the hero. And there's no way that Deb's... Not going to be the hero. So, so That is so true. <laughs> uh, Ricky Tiki Tavi is my Deb. <laughs> One thing I really liked about this morning sequence was when Lila asks if there's any coffee left. Oh, yes. Well, see, no, the coffee's gone because you see Dexter had a cup, and then I had a cup, and then the pot was empty. I really liked it because it made me feel better about my English accent. <laughs> or lack thereof. <laughs> But what's interesting about this is is that the insurance won't give Lila the check. So <gasps> but why? Well, I mean, we saw it, so. I mean, yeah, you're we right. Know, we know. <laughs> but looks like Deb's moving out soon, which is pretty cool. Hey! You're going to stop leeching off your brother. Oh, my God. The two of them at each other's throats. Oh, it was, it was really fun to watch. I was really interested in how Dex said he was Switzerland and really was Switzerland. Some of the shit that Lila's coming off of, it's still my sister. Yeah. Like, shut up. Like, it's, it's one of those things that, I, I don't know, I, I wouldn't be able to stand in the middle as much as Dex. But it turns out that we don't have to worry about that because there's a dragon zombie in his, in his bag. Oh, that's Cody's. He's just using it to manipulate you, Dexter. Yeah, he's seven, and he's the best boy that I've ever met. He is an angel. This season. And he's the best, so you leave him alone. Back at Rita's house, she's having breakfast, and Aster and Cody are actually making breakfast. And it's not quite what Rita had in mind. No, she is She is in a rush. It is a tough morning, and she's, she's just trying to get ready for work, and she just needs a little extra hand. Well, good things Dex is there. Because he still has the key, and he, he brought donuts as well as returning the dragon zombie. And he ends up watching them while they finish getting ready. And it turns out Aster still has homework, which I thought was kind of funny. Yeah, right. But yeah, so once Rita's ready, she sends the kids to the car, and Dex is like, hey, it's pretty cool I was here. And she's like, don't ever do that again. It's too hard on me. It's too hard on the kids. It's Paul all over again. Ooh, ouch. But we did see Paul do that. So, I mean, we... I absolutely understand where Rita's coming from. Absolutely. So I have some breaking news. Oh! The big boy briefing room is gone. We no longer have the big boy briefing room. 
We have the FBI briefing room. <gasps> because we got a whole lot of new FBI people in there. And it turns out Miami Metro are being interviewed in relation to the butcher. They are all under investigation. That is... Kind of. I mean, yeah, but none of them specifically. And I, I think they're all taking it a little hard, but I get it. And what I think the most important part of this is not the FBI coming to Miami to investigate Miami Metro homicide. It's that Ramos got a line. Yay! Yes, he did! He's our speaking boy now. I'm rooting for him. So, yeah, we cut over to the precinct kitchen where Dexter's there and Batista and Musuka come in and they are insulted. Like, this is, we got to take a stand. They're looking into all of our cases and we got to stand up to them. That's right. They take Dexter's coffee. Well, and, and Dex realizing that, oh, what do you mean that they're looking into us? You know, it turns out that manifesto really backfired. Oh, but shit. Lundy walks up and wants to go over Dexter's cases. He says he's happy to help. And he gets made fun of for not taking a stand. He is Switzerland. Uh, speaking of Switzerland, I loved Masuka's line of, that's exactly how Hitler walked. <laughs> it's just a normal old man walk. Just yeah, a, that's yep. it. Yeah. He's just walking away. <laughs> but yeah, as Dex is leaving, he's, he regrets acting like Lila. Oof. Yeah. It's that, that whole thing's rough. And man, Dexter is all sorts of worried. So we get to the beach where La Guerta and Dokes are hanging out. And Dokes tells her that he's not sure if he wants to keep his job. And La Guerta isn't sure how serious he is, but look out because sunglasses watch. Dun, 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 dun. It's been a little while. The, they both look good. Yes, they and do. That's all I have. It's not an interesting sunglasses watch. They both look good. They they've stepped up their sunglasses game. Yes. Hurrah. Dokes is still in like the, the, the wide rectangle glasses. But, but they're black. Yeah. Yeah. Instead they're... of that silver like Dexter's was. I hate yeah, it Yeah, like a thicker rim. It, it looks much better. Yeah. They learned. What? Oh, my God. Speaking of learning, we learned that Dokes' dad was also a butcher. Holy and he goodness. posits he could open a butcher shop. So, yeah. mm, uh, interesting. But, hey, LaGuerta knows a guy in security, and with Dokes' background, it could be good, so she might get him a job. Hey, that'd be good for Dokes. Back at the precinct, Lundy gives Deb a case to look into, and she feels a little weird about it for a couple of reasons. Yeah. But it, Lundy basically says, you weren't here yet, you were still in the vice, you are clear to look into this. But yeah, Deb being in vice, meaning like, she was undercover and stuff, so of course she wasn't involved in any of this. So yeah. And it's very good. Deb is very flattered to look into the Rodrigo case, but feels weird investigating her colleagues, to which Lundy says, oh, I wouldn't want to make you feel weird. And then he just asks her out, or would that make you feel weird? <laughs> it's so sweet. I love him asking her out. Like, it was, it was just the most gentlemanly thing that... That I think Deb has been, like, experienced by, you know? Like, it was just, it was so sweet. Yeah, and he tells her that she's gonna, he's gonna take her to the best restaurant in Miami, which is a very baller move. Mm-hmm. But back at Lila's loft, everything is burnt to shit. Ooh. To which Dex asks, why aren't they, why isn't the insurance paying? And she says, suspicious origin, to which it's Dex. So immediately he's like, oh yeah, there's like nine different points of origin. Yeah. One was a painting. <gasps> right. One was on the side of the stairs and one was a painting. And I'm like, yeah, it's pretty clear it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't. Right? Yeah. It's like a clear, like all the scorch marks that's on the chair and everything too. It's like, 
Yeah, of course, he immediately notices all of it, and red flags, he's finally seeing them. Lila's insecurity comes out when she asks about how things went at Rita's, and she responds with, no quickie on the kitchen table. And (laughs) to which Dex replies, she doesn't have a kitchen table, which I really liked the deflection. But yeah, it's just, oh God, so, so insecure. You can't go back. You know that. I used to be there because she's from Transylvania. <laughs> but I think what's also really interesting is that Dex clearly does not want to stay at Lila's. No. And she's like, well, what, if we, what if you stay over here? What if I go with you? And he's just like, I can't. Home. Home. I have to go home. I have to work at home. Like, there's, that's quite almost exactly what the line reading was. Yeah. Like, he just doesn't quite know how to get himself out of there. And she tries so hard, but of course it ends with just a whatever. That's a really good whatever. (laughs) Back in the hall as he's leaving, Dex is beginning to question Lila's fire. And he's like, I can't take any risks. Yeah, he's kind of under a little bit too much heat at the moment. Well, that heat being Lundy's office and where he goes in for his interview. (gasps) Want for a better word. And I loved the beginning where Lundy offers some tea. Dex says no. Lundy gives it to him anyway. So Dex is like, fine, let's just play your game. Lundy offers him crackers. He says yes. And then Lundy's like, I'm all out. (laughs) Speaking of baller, man. Well, but it was an interesting move in that, like, two seconds later, he starts talking about Dexter's sister. And I get that Lundy's not going to try to suck up to the brother. It just feels like a weird dynamic. Oh, it's super weird. To be like, I kind of don't like you. Also, your sister, but I really don't like you. Dex was connected to only four cases of the butcher, which I thought was a little low considering his job. Yeah. It feels like one that he would get he would get the runoff of all of the cases and just take it out everyone. Sure. But no, only four cases, which is really good on his for right now. Seriously. But is Deb prefer meat or fish? Oh she's uh definitely a carnivore. Good. Good. <laughs> good. <laughs> very, very good. <laughs> He was a little too happy about that. <laughs> and I loved how from that you immediately get into the Rodrigo case and immediately. So you kind of blew it, didn't you? Oh, oh shit. Deer and headlights look from Dexter. Oh, yeah. And it, uh, yeah, Rodrigo was a crack dealer who got killed. It was Dokes and Batista's case. And he, they would have gotten him off the street for some time if the blood report hadn't screwed it up. And I loved the, how is it that you being one of the most cautious, precise, forensic boys out there, let this happen? <laughs> you know? And of course, yeah. Dex answers in his narration of, that he blew it on purpose. With I loved his enunciation of uh, the cordless reciprocating saw. Oh, yeah! <laughs> Very good. But we're going to cut from that to outside at the food truck, where Batista is not happy. He's not happy that they're looking into their own cases. Oh, hell no. He's not happy about any of this. And Deb really wants his help on this. And she's like, everybody's cooperating. Look, Huerta, even Matthews is coming in, and we haven't seen him since season one. <laughs> right? Even Matthews. But yeah, he is. He, Batista's not in a good mood. But he is still Batista, and he agrees, and he pulls out the file, because he had it the whole time. Well, I kind of got that impression that he... he in a way, was kind of interviewing Deb. Like, he was kind of feeling her out and just making sure 
that uh, that she is still on his side. You know what I mean? Mm, I disagree. I, I don't. Okay. I don't think that Batista. He's a very loyal guy. That's true. I think it's more. He's just not happy about it, but he's still going to do it. He's short, short, short. Like, you know, he, he's throwing a little bit of a tantrum because he really doesn't agree with us. He doesn't like it. But he's still a good guy. He's still going to cooperate. Yeah, that's fair. Back at Lundy's office, Lundy is not buying it. And when Dex starts explaining, and I loved when he pulled out, well, I could see how it looks like that way to the layman. And then immediately Lundy starts spitting out. Like, it's the equivalent of if Lundy's blood spatter um, analysis? analysis, the perfect that he gives right here, is the equivalent of if Lundy had just picked up a mic and started freestyle rapping. <laughs> like, it was so just like, oh, well, you think that, do you? And, and it was amazing. It was really good. <laughs> well, did you catch the blood splatter as it walled on the floor? I, I didn't mean <laughs> I didn't mean rapping about blood spatter. But sure. Well, that's what happens. Yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> yeah, Dex blames it on a heat wave, which is a spike in homicide, and this one got pushed aside. And I really like this with Lundy, where he's like, so a murderer walked free because you were overworked. And I think the emphasis on the you isn't a the proverbial, oh, because you got overworked. I think it's that you, Dexter Morgan. Yeah. One of the most, yeah, I've, I've never seen you stressed. You are really good at your job. I don't buy that you, of all people, would be overworked. Batista? Sure. Masuka? Sure. sure. But, like, Dokes and Dex are two people that you wouldn't buy that Dokes Was got overworked. overworked. Yeah, in the no. same way you wouldn't buy uh, Dex, and I do not think that Lundy buys it in any way. No way. Well, it's that, ooh, Sends shivers down my spine when he when when Lundy looks at Dexter and sloppy blood work. Yeah. Woo! 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 So good. So Batista and Deb decide to go talk to Lenny Asher, who's this crazy paranoid guy who I will just be calling Mr. Heckles. Yeah! From this point from friends, because he's just Mr. Heckles. A thousand percent. Yeah, they get to Lenny Asher's house, and I loved Lenny's reaction to police are here. Who's dead? And they're like, oh, it's Rodrigo. He's like, oh, I hope a whale ate him, shot him out, and ate him again. <laughs> I really like Lenny Asher. But yeah, and I love that, like, he was a drug dealer. He played loud music. He peed on my flowers. And they're like, well, did you see him pee on your flowers? They're dead. That's all I need to know. I'm so into this guy. He sees her... He sees a car by the fire hydrant and starts to be like, I got you now, and Deb. Yeah, that's actually our car. Yeah. He takes a <laughs> lot of notes, and he has what they're looking for, but it's in the box of 2002. So wait, how do you organize this? I already told you. 2002. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Like, that's the part of police work that I would never want to be a part of. Just the monotonous, ugh, going through other people's shit. So, no, yeah, back at Dexter's lab, he doesn't think Lundy believed him at all. But, yeah, there's nothing there, so we're good for, for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, he walks by Deb's desk, and it turns out that she found an apartment. Yeah! Which is great. And it turns out she has a date tonight. Ooh. With Lundy. Ooh. The look on Dexter's face was so just, are you kidding me? Like, I could see it in his, in his eyes that you go from dating my brother 
<laughs> to dating my number one enemy right now. <laughs> Dub! It's not, it's not going well for Dex. Uh, because he's a double douche. Because, Ooh. yeah, he's like, I'm sure you wouldn't do anything like that. Like what? Sleep your way to the top. Douche. I'm sure no one else would ever say that. Double douche. And I love the, you don't get to say shit uh, while you're dating Miss Pardon My Tits. <laughs> Nobody is pale in Miami. She is a gross English titty vampire. <laughs> Yay! It is my absolute favorite moment. Ah, oh, and she nailed that. Like, oh, she yeah. looked like she was having so much fun when she was giving that line. The whole time. I love it. Nobody's pale in Miami. You just described the perfect woman. <laughs> oh, my God. So She's gold. Yeah. So back at Dexter's apartment, he calls Lila to bail on that night because he has yes. more shit to deal with, like just different shit. So much shit. And... I, every excuse he gives to Lila. It's my bowling night. And she's like, oh, come on, I want to go. And he's like, it's not really a spectator sport. I'll close my eyes. And then she's, <laughs> he's like, it's a guy's night. I've always wanted to meet your friends. Oh, sorry. I've always wanted to meet your chums. <laughs> and I love that. Okay, so my question here. So I had this question at the beginning of the season. Uh-huh. When Dex was going to go practice bowling. Oh, yeah. And then Dokes pulled up. and He's like, I'm going to practice. And Dokes is like, fuck this and leave. Yes. And he was and I was like, oh well what if there wasn't a bowling oh, he's practicing. So right. did he bail on them already? I guess so. Or were they not expecting? Was it a, just a practice night for them? Why were they wearing their shirts? I have questions, but it's fine. Lots of questions. Do you know why? Because when we get there, we get our biggest question answered. It's Ramos. Yes! He's the fourth. He's the fourth. Yay. It was him the whole time. They gave him a line this episode and they were like yeah, you can be the fourth. It'll be yeah, that works. Yay! I love it. He's my he's my dark horse. I, I you're gonna. I know you've been saying it. At the end, he's gonna show up with a bloody knife, and everyone's gonna be dead. And Dexter's <laughs> like, it was you the whole time. It was me, Ramos. Ramos, the scourge of Miami. Yes. <laughs> There's your title. There's the title. But I love Batista and Masuka continuously flirting with Lila. And she gives, she gives Batista a hug and Masuka a pat on the nose. And when Masuka questions it, Batista says, it's because you're like a retarded puppy. <laughs> oh, goodness. Not that I, it's, yeah, the, the, uh, the whole language there is maybe not the super appropriate, but man, I love, I love that so much. <laughs> Pretty sexy. <laughs> uh, that, not the puppy, the, the scene. Oh, yes, absolutely. Just to be clear. Just to be clear, we can all see Lila's black underwear under her see-through white dress. Good for her. She's got a style. That she does. Back at Lundy's apartment, Deb shows up for her date, and I loved his yellow graph paper shirt, but then was also buttoned down a little too low. Really good. But guess what? He cooks. Oh, my goodness. He's the best restaurant in Miami. It was him the whole time. Oh, my God. Okay, so this scene, first time watching it, I thought was super cringy. And watching it again, it just made me, it reminded me of the way back in the dating times when you would, like, go on, like, a first 
date with somebody that you've only been friendly with, especially if it was a coworker, like that just super awkward, how do you, you know, go past that line? Kind of friendship, yeah. Yeah, and they keep trying back and forth and it just gets awkward. <laughs> I would love to eat your toast. That came out wrong. <laughs> so question, speaking of the food, he says they're having steak, Florentine, and potatoes. Yum. What were those three sushi platters that he had already? And then also, are tomatoes and steak Florentine? Because he had a lot of tomatoes. I'm so just, much. I'm looking at the whole thing and I'm questioning it. There's only two of them. And as the cook in this house, that's way <laughs> too much food, especially if you want to have sex. That is a very fair point. Speaking of, we have to get to that, where the flirting is on and he orders her to peel potatoes. And to wash her hands first, and it's really turning her on because she has some daddy issues. <laughs> and con- it, considering the age difference, she's not too old to spank, which he proves by spanking her with the biggest, stankiest sex face I've ever seen. My goodness, and that was that was an interesting thing to see. <laughs> Such a sex face. Woo! And then they, bam! No, it's bang, you, you, you idiot. <laughs> Good Lord. No wonder no wonder I've been so unhappy. You don't even know how to say it. It's a, it's, a, it's a kiss bam. Big kiss bam. I think when you're thinking of the bam, you're thinking of what happens outside the parking lot of the bowling alley. Ooh. When it turns out Dex isn't going with them for beer, which makes sense. Um, and Lila says, well, I hope that you saved enough energy for humps. And Dex is like, well, I don't know if I have enough humps. So I'm going to bail. And it turns out that Yemenes <gasps> is hiding behind a truck with a knife. Oh, my God. And he just came out with the knife and started to stab, stab, stab. He gets hit. Lila calls for all of the bowling team. The bowl till you bleed yes. comes as the cavalry and chases him away. Each with their own gun, including Masuka. Which was about the size of him. <laughs> That was a big old gun. They just give guns to everybody in Florida, don't they? And, well, America. But <laughs> in, I was really impressed with how Dex immediately blamed them on a mugging. And he's like, oh, he was going for my watch. I should have just given it to him. It was really quick thinking. Lila yeah. says she'll take care of him, which she does when they get to her loft. And she's healing him up. And he's like, it was Santos Jimenez. And she's like, oh, my God. Which is, yeah, this, this is the whole, there's nothing Dex could do that could scare Lila, and he believes her and cradles her, and I'm not leaving your side. And he's been distant lately because he's been stressed, and right now, not, it's just all that. Oh, my that, goodness. That, have you, did you remember the motel scene? From, oh, yeah. Yeah, from the last time we saw Jimenez? Yeah. It's this again, but the sequel. Oh, you know, the, the sequel wasn't as good as the first one. <laughs> Are you kidding me? This was, yeah, you're right. <laughs> So back at Rita's house, we have a heartbreaking scene where it's bedtime, and Cody's asking about Dex coming to breakfast, Aww. and even Astor's like, maybe we should call him. And I, I, I do feel bad, because I've never, we don't have kids, but yeah. I would hate to be in that situation where you have to explain to your kids that you broke up. Yeah, because when you break up with someone who has kids, you're not just breaking up with them, you're breaking up with the kids. That's why when we break up, we'll do it first. Then we'll have kids. Oh, there we go. <laughs> yeah. And they'll be like, oh, you guys used to be together? That was weird. <laughs> but no, the, the thing is Cody questions his role in all of this. And he's like, well, is he not like us? Is it our fault? And 
you know that this is the scene. They have the premise for the season where Rita and Dex will break up. Right. So you can't have that kid. No. Be like, have Dexter come back, please. No, this kid. Oh, my God. Breaks your heart. He nails it. The poor you know sweet little angel. The sweetness that this Cody is exuding is that same sweetness in season one when Dexter was getting the, he had the tweezers and oh, yeah. Aster had the, the splinter. The splinter. Yeah. And, and it was like, if I had a heart, it would be breaking. Like it's that same type of vibe yeah. where these kids are so cute, oh. but let's get out of here because we're at Lila's loft where we belong. No. Oh no. And. Dex is, he wakes up and he's like, all right, you know what? Let's take control of this. Recovery is bullshit. Let's go get Jimenez. And he's driving and he's ready for it. He's, he's got his kill shirt. Fuck yeah. Looking good. But let's get to Dokes' precinct interview. Where before he gets in there, LaGuerta tells, her, tells him that her friend Todd, which is already, I don't believe it. <laughs> my friend Todd. Who has a friend named Todd? Who has a successful friend named Todd? <laughs> but Le- Sorry, Todd. <laughs> Look, where does successful friend named Todd um, is interested in dokes and someone with his background could start at $200,000. That is a good amount. Meet him at 9 o'clock at the bar at the Hilton and Cool Beans. Let's get to Lundy's office where dokes is not sitting. No. I'm going to stand. Also, dokes in a suit jacket. The reason he's not sitting is because he's about the same height sitting down as he is standing up. <laughs> But it turns out that those, I would assume those same four cases that linked Dex yes. were the same four cases that linked Dokes. And they, uh, Lundy starts naming them off. And when he gets to the, to the Rodrigo case and says it was because of bad blood work, Dokes didn't know that. Huh? He's like, nope, I just heard it didn't go through. You know, I heard there wasn't a conviction. Are we done? Uh, no, actually. We're just Yeah, we're done. And he bails. Ooh, does not look good. Yeah. Does not look good for Dokes. Lundy let him go, so I I think it's clear he didn't have any suspicions about him, you know? Like, if he yeah. did, he would have kept him. Sure. Dokes is, a, Dokes is a loose cannon, and that sucks, but you're you're dealing with something else right now. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Outside, with Deb and Batista, they're going over Mr. Heckle's notes, and he has all the crazy notes, but there is one where it's like, Rodrigo must be drunk, because someone's carrying him to the car, and it's not his car, oh. and it was the day or two before he disappeared. So, it was the night before. Oh, the night before. There you go. And Mr. Yes. Heckle's got the plates. So they're going to call Lundy in and run him. There we go. Holy shit, it's a big lead. But we cannot get distracted right now because we're at Jimenez's bar Ooh. called The Swamp. The Swamp. Which I, 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 it's a shame oh. that it's called The Swamp because I think that if you have a bar called The Swamp, you'd want it to be a little Shrek themed. Yeah. You know, like, you could do a little, some motifs, nothing too major, but you'd want to, like, you know, stay out of my swamp. <laughs> I don't know what that was. Everyone uh, gets to sit on boulders because they're nice boulders. I like that boulder. But, yeah, <laughs> you could serve waffles. Oh, it would be great. Okay. But I seriously doubt that Jimenez is going to put on some Shrek ears <laughs> and offer you waffles. I would pay to see that. <laughs> Dexter's in the car and he has his kill shirt and his gloves. And this is this is one of those things that I think that we had we we talked about tailing people earlier. Yes. And this is one of those that how how does this even happen? He is on alert. And Dex is just parked across the street. Yeah. 
Dex is a master at following people. It's fine. He's, and he he's follows had practice. Well, and he follows them into the night. So that's another thing. If someone's been following you for like three hours. Oh, you'd think you'd notice. Yeah, I don't know. Especially out into this hidden cabin in the Everglades. Yeah. You'd think you'd you think? notice someone following you. Well, you know why he didn't? It's because Dexter hid his car in the bushes. Oh, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> and Jimenez has so much cocaine. Not like a mountain of it. Just in his cabin. It's that's that's all that's in his cabin. It's just cocaine. That's crazy. <laughs> and I love this move. It's one of my it's again one of the the in the pantheon of Dexter moments where yes. he turns on the truck radio, Jimenez comes out, Dex M ninety nines him. And just that did you think it turned on by itself? Because uh, Jimenez actually you can see him relax. Yeah. And yeah. It's I mean, like good. he starts to put down his gun and like, no, dude. It's also where Dexter hides that, like, he's, he's able to hide just, like, kind of in the corner of, of the house, but it's completely without view yeah. of, of, of Jimenez when he goes to the truck. For sure. It's so good! I think this might be your favorite scene when we get to the precinct at Deb's desk, <laughs> and Deb is attempting to decipher the license plate when uh, Lila shows up. Yes, I brought Dexter some dinner. Can you tell me where he is? He's not here. He said he was working late. Oh, he's not. He's not working late. I, I think he lied to you. <laughs> oh, men are such pigs. <laughs> and I will always love her wave. <laughs> and also, kudos to her. She gets right back to work. And I just, it was, it was such a nice moment for Deb. And good oh, for her. That was so good. I don't think I've seen her that happy before. Yeah. <laughs> We cut to the Hilton Hotel where LaGuerta and Todd are waiting for Dokes, and he appears to be a no-show. Uh-oh. Because he's at Dexter's apartment breaking <gasps> in with the sexiest red flashlight. I don't know why you'd use a red flashlight, but it's sexy. <laughs> it was really cool. I, I, is it better? Uh, is it worse? Is it so that people can't see? Yeah, like maybe my my assumption is it, it reduces some glare, maybe? Sure, sure. So you don't see, yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, either way, I like it. Great. Really cool. That's that's all we get for now. Because we're back at Deb's desk where we get some horrifying news where Lundy's there and this is a whole scene. They're trying to get this license plate and nothing's coming up. And every time Batista is like, see, I told you. And then two seconds would go by and something else would happen. He's like, see, I told you. It couldn't have been us. Couldn't have been a cop. I told you this was nothing. I told you. I told you. I told you. Especially when they, when they find out, it, okay, so it's not a Florida license plate. It's Georgia, and it's registered to a Charlie Lewis, who is a drug dealer who carries a big knife. And both, uh, I told you. Yep, and both Batista and Deb are like, that's the Bay Harbor Butcher. And again, I told you it couldn't have been a cop. And Deb just, oh, God. Ah, shit, shit, shit. Okay, it looks like he was arrested before. And the vehicle was seized as evidence by our department. And when Lundy's like, okay, well, so we have records of who would have taken it out. And why would we keep them? They're, they're, yeah, why would we keep records and just, you know. It's our own people. Oh, shit! And Batista is going to go get drunk, which I thought was only notable because he walks towards the kitchen. So, which means <laughs> that there's a secret scotch bottle. In the kitchen. In the kitchen. He's, he's just going to go on to LaGuerta's couch and I love just it. chug it. I love it. It's yes. sad, but I love it. Oh. Back at, at Dexter's apartment, Dokes is still there, and he's still looking, but now he's by the window. 
Okay. And now we're back to Jimenez's cabin, where it's a kill room, and oh, I missed a kill room. It was so good to see. And he got his blood slide, which is the first, like, normal blood slide he's gotten this whole season. Yeah. Every time there's an issue or he's not doing it, and it was just great. And he got so excited. Oh, it was like the good old days. And Dexter felt that too. He just felt like the most comfortable he's been in a long time. There it is. And it's because he's accepting things he can't change. Yeah. And and the person who's not doing that is Jimenez because he tries to bargain with Dex being like, let me go. Hey, hey, I got cocaine. And it's like, well, no, I I think he would know that by now. You're in his... (laughs) He, He put up plastic... All yeah. over your cabin. Knows, I think he knows. There's a cocaine. And if he wanted it, he'd just take it. But I did like Dexter's response of, I'm off the wagon, but that was never my drug. I love whenever someone on the table is like, I'll fucking kill you. Like, I love it. Like, try it. Yeah, he's like, no. Go. But I'll kill you for what you did to my mother. He puts the face shield down and he's got a chainsaw. Oh, it's fitting. Yeah, and he... Gets to work, and he does it. Oh, and like, I could, even though we couldn't see Dexter's face because of the yeah. the, the face shield, you could oh, yeah. feel Dexter's relief. I think that was my relief you were feeling, but yes, you <laughs> probably felt Dexter's as well. Back at Rita's house, everyone comes home, the kids go through the door, but Rita's like, well, how did you guess? Is the door unlocked? And then we see a shadow in the background go, skitter away. So it's probably just some crackhead. But we'll see. Or method. I think we know your type. <laughs> oh, back, I just can't help myself. And this is the moment back at Dexter's apartment. Uh, Dokes, the AC turns on, and he goes to turn it off, <gasps> and he sees the blood slides and grabs them. <gasps> so yeah, so Dokes has the fucking blood slides, oh and Dokes has gone rogue. We know that. You went rogue. He went rogue. He pulled a Dominic Toretto. <laughs> in fast eight. And what, what is the one thing Miami Metro can't go up against <laughs> dokes i would watch that i'd watch that. I, I would watch that too but he went against his family the police i i it fits it fits dokes and furious <laughs> but yeah he has these and so the question is okay he has them but he can't just bring them to the police because they were illegally obtained right but i don't obviously we don't think that's his next move but yeah, I, this is fucking, Holy this is huge. Shit. How is Dex going to react when he, they're just gone? They're just gone. Yeah. Oh, my God. Especially with Lundy, and he has no idea about Dex. I'm so excited about this. <gasps> Back at the cabin, I love Dex, who's just resting. You don't see a Dex who's just kind of tuckered out. Oh, yeah. And it's usually because he's using a reciprocated saw, or, <laughs> you know, he's using something normal. And this time with the chainsaw, that would wear you out. Hell yeah. I chopped one tree down with a chainsaw once and cut it up. And it took all day. And it was the worst experience of my life. Yeah, it, it sounds miserable. It was no, hard. thank you. So I get the rest. But, and I love him being bored and just looking through Jimenez's wallet. But when he does, he sees a post-it with the bowling alley info exactly <gasps> as Lila had written it on her wall. Oh, shit. Ring, 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 ring. Hello? Dexter, oh, hi, it's me. I just, were you in our house? Because I think the thing was unlocked and you have a key. Get out of the house. Call the police. Get out of the house. Call the police. Dexter, what? I'll be right there. Nope, oh, okay. 
And then I also love his uh, talking to Jimenez. He's like, I can't leave you here. I can't take you. Don't go anywhere. Like, just that, oh my ah. God. More panic. Shit, shit, shit. Dex gets to Rita's house. The kids are next door. And the police have been called. And they're ready. And they're, they're kind of, um, they're getting ready to call it. Yeah. Like, ah, you probably just forgot to do this. And Dex pulls out all the guns. He's like, all of it. Um, I work for Miami Metro Forensics. I know you don't answer to me, but maybe I could get LaGuerre, uh, uh, what is she now? Lieutenant. Lieutenant LaGuerta on the phone. Or if you don't like her, how about Captain Matthews? And yeah, they, they stay there. It was great. And oh, then yes. you, you get that line as he's leaving of just, it's one thing to fuck with me. It's another thing to fuck with my ex-girlfriend that hates me. <laughs> Whatever this is, the Lila experiment is over. There it it's is. It's over. It is over. And when he gets to Lila's loft and she opens that big old door, Ooh. and he's like, he has his his little praying hands because he's he has to, you know. Yes. Ooh. And it's, he's just it, it, it's his Trying menace. to control. Yeah. Just, yes. I love it. And just that, give me Rita's key. And then, <laughs> and then Lila's just like, is this the monster you've been telling me about? And he's like, no, but you'll, you'll know it if you see it. And he confronts her about Jimenez. And, Do you remember that night when we were at the motel and you fell asleep in my arms? I wanted to bring us back together again. And Dexter smiles at this point. And... <gasps> He just smiles at her, and Lila's like, what? Or, sorry, blimey! There or like, bloody hell! Or, that's a wizard's chess. But, however British people ex- exclaim, but yeah, she said yeah. one of those. And oh we get the final line of the episode of, you are more dangerous than my addiction will ever be. <gasps> stay away from Rita. Stay away from me. And then, oh, what? Or you will see the monster. Which, oh! does feel I, I I'm, I'm wondering about that threat but because it, it seems to go against the code yeah I don't know we'll have to see but <laughs> that's the episode holy shit yeah that is a good one that is a hell of a cliffhanger too bop, 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 bop. so much just left yep unsaid and guess what that's the end of our episode too <laughs> yeah we, uh, when we get towards the end of the season we just have everything we spoilery we would want to talk about is coming up yeah it's like in the next episode so unless we have something that'll go beyond season two yeah yeah i think i'm good so there it is guys holy shit please reach out to us tell us what you thought about this cliffhanger this crazy crazy episode what do you think is gonna happen next our email address is till death do us watch at gmail.com you can also find us on the socials please reach out Talk to us, chat with us, and we will chat with you next time. Bye. Have a knife time. Step, 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 step. <laughs>